Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer and try Peloton risk-free with Peloton Rentals at onepeloton.com slash bike slash rentals. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, welcome to the Sebe cast number six with Manked. Manked, I am super excited for this. You're the first guest that's like a PKer and a lot of... Uh, you know, the Sebe cast fans are kind of excited for this. So um, I'm super excited and let's get into it. So Mankt, would you uh, introduce yourself a little bit about you? Hello. Okay. Uh, I'm Mankt. I've played RuneScape, I would say, for about 16 years now. And I probably played a noob account when I started for about a month. I got hacked by my friends down the road and then I've PK'd ever since then. So I literally made a peaking account and I've literally PK'd for like 14, 15 years, I think. Uh, and only recently, well, two years ago, I made a hardcore Iron Man to peak on that. Uh, I PK'd, I killed like 50 people on that account, I believe. And then it died to a, a power cut. So uh, <laughs> I haven't played the Iron Man much since then, but it got to 2k total. So I was super happy with it. But yeah, that's kind of a, a brief overview of me. I stream... Uh, I've streamed full-time for three years now. I've done YouTube for like 10 years, but only uh, done it full-time on and off for like two years maybe. So, Okay, yeah. so um, I want to first get into the PvP All-Stars that you won. And I want to say, like, I don't even know how long ago that was. Was that just a year ago or two now? Uh, it was November 2018, I think. Wow, okay, so over two years ago now. Yeah. Okay, so how was that? Can you explain a little bit? Okay. So, brief thing for me. I am not a PKer. I I do enjoy LMS now, however. So, before you guys okay. say, this guy doesn't know anything. Like, I, I know how to, you know, do my little tribrid setup when everything's perfectly balanced and stuff. But, like, um, you've obviously been doing it for a lot longer. So, can you just tell us the story behind PvP All-Stars and what you did to get to the position to get on Jag... To get to Jagex uh, Arena and then to win it all? Can you just, like... Yeah. Um, so we got notified, I think about two months before the actual event and they, they, they basically told us what was going to happen. So everyone started practicing, uh, my practice for that, I was mainly fighting people in my team uh, and I'm in, I'm in a team called Blazers. Uh, the name of that is to 
like be silly as a troll because everyone's super serious about their team name. So we just like took the piss and said, yeah, we're called, we're called Blazers. <laughs> um, it was originally Weed Blazers, uh, but that was too too far. So now we're just called <laughs> yeah. Blazers. Um, so yeah, I practiced with a guy in there called Psych, uh, who's a very good at nature. And uh, I would do like anywhere from two to three hours a day, probably just fighting him constantly on the different builds. Uh, it was that you could fight on 70 defense account, 45 defense account, and a one defense account. And we just practiced on that. And I did that for a, for, yeah, probably like a month or so. I was a bit addicted to Apex at the same time. So I was playing a lot of Apex Legends. Um, but yeah, I practiced a, a decent amount. And then we got to the event, and it was the, the actual event itself was very early in the morning. Um, so it was, it was interesting. Like uh, my first fight was 12 hours after I'd actually woken up. So because I hadn't been like drinking coffee or energy drinks or anything, I think I was in a lot better situation than everyone else. Cause I think by the end of it, everyone was super tired. So people were performing kind of less, uh, less than their full potential. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it, it went really well. I think my first fight, I can't remember who it was with maybe Skidler. Uh, it was, it was a very, uh, shaky start, I would say. But then after that, it was pretty smooth sailing. I had some close fights against frames, uh, skill specs. Um, and yeah, no, it went really well. I was really confident. Um, and yeah, we finished it winning 15 zero. We didn't lose any fights to anyone. Uh, and it, it was kind of the ideal tournament because it was all land based. Everyone had the same ping. Uh, we all were on the normal client, so you couldn't use any features that could benefit you. So everyone was on the same page, and it, it was really nice. Um, a lot of people critique it because it wasn't like the best PKs, so it's not like a, a great claim, but a lot of us have been practicing for like two months, so people were decent and and all right but yeah it, it was it was really fun uh and yeah it was good wow so i didn't actually know that it was um uh it was all there like i thought there was people like playing from like in other countries and stuff playing but it was just a land tournament basically right yeah yeah no literally everyone was there that's awesome that's like that's optimal like like you said like i can't imagine they could pull that off too often yeah so um I have my own um, sort of topic I want to first get into, and that is – it's a big one. Um, okay. What <laughs> – I, this is so strange because, like, I'm so used to, like, just the typical Iron Man or main that I'm talking to or just PVMer, but this is, like, something completely different. So I'm going to pick at your brain. So um, I've watched quite a few PKers um, – like videos by framed and other uh, there's a lot of pkers torvesta um you know just the popular ones on youtube yeah and um you know they all want pvp to be revived uh they will give their like examples and stuff um but i'm curious to you what i don't know if you've given it much thought but like what would true what is like the main thing that would truly revive pvp in your eyes um okay it'll be a very simple answer and i can go into more detail but my simple answer is actual updates um the so what i mean by actual updates um is let's say you're a pvmer 
and the only content you've had access to for the last seven years is God Wars and maybe Barrows. Let's say that's the only content you've been able to do. Now, in seven years, do you think the player base for PVM would grow or kind of shrink, you know? <laughs> yeah. And that's basically what PvP's been. Like, we haven't had any proper updates. We've had, we've had kind of attempts at updates, but never, like proper good updates so for example the wilderness bosses right now to kill them effectively or to even have a chance at killing them you have to literally safe spot them and in my view that's not a good design of a of a boss you know if they're built for multiple people to do them then the loot should be better uh, if they're built for solo people to do them then i mean you need to rework the mechanics and they're, they're so so for me for a specific update that I'd like to see, maybe, to try and revive it, um, I think there's loads of different areas of PvP you kind of have to address. So if you wanted to encourage PKs to kind of fight PKs, uh, or maybe help PVMers get into PKing, um, you could literally, for example, Callisto, you put him in a cave somewhere, you give him mechanics where if you're if you learn the mechanics and you do everything right, you take no damage, but they're quite difficult mechanics, right? So I I like the uh what is it, Theatre of Blood, the spider room, where you have to get the right prayers against that boss. I think that's a really cool thing. And if you included that with a bunch of different mechanics for Callisto and made it so a good PKer or a good PVMer could do that. Uh, and they would do that in tribrid gear. So you'd have to use all three styles. That would not only help uh, PVMers kind of learn how to PK without even thinking about it, but it would also allow the person killing that boss to be able to fight back against the PK. And I think that could be a really good mechanic, which could like tighten that gap. Uh, and then in terms of uh, actual PVP, so for me, there's two different types of PVP. You've got the PVP where player versus player. So uh, you're just doing actual PKing, like Bounty Hunter. It's, it's the literal player versus player. They're going there to fight someone else, uh, to fight another PKer. Uh, for that to work, you need for the base, like noobs, to be able to make a little bit of profit and not just constantly lose money. The problem with the Bounty Hunter systems recently have been... Um, obviously there's a botting issue or, or a boosting issue. Uh, that needs to actually be addressed by Jagex and... You can't really have anything in PvP if Jagex don't just monitor it. Because if a noob has no way of making any money, then why would they invest their time into learning it where they could go invest their time into learning Zora, for example, and make guaranteed profit, right? True. Uh, there's no point. So if, if they want to help noobs learn how to PK, uh, they need to make it somewhat profitable. So pre-OC, you had that EP system. I think if they had an EP system for Old School RuneScape, but they made it, they, they actually monitored it, it would be really good because right now, I would say the top 20% of PKers probably make like all right money. And then the, the rest of the PKers that try and PK, they'll either lose money or they'll just about, uh, just about break even. But the majority of players will lose money. Uh, and with that EP system, if you die like four times, uh, and you lose, let's say, 200k every time, but then you have a chance on that fifth time and you manage to kill someone and you kill someone for like a, you get a mill emblem. Um, right now, if you killed them, you'd get maybe 200k, right? So then you're, you're still down 600k because you've died four times and you've only killed one person. 
However, if you have that chance to get extra GP on top of their loot, you have that chance to to bridge that gap of how much you've lost and then be like, oh, okay, maybe I'm going to continue and actually carry on trying to do it, you know? Uh, so I think that's one good thing for that. And then the other one, which is a lot more controversial, is the other form of PvP in my eyes, which is the uh, PvP ecosystem, which is person is in the wilderness doing an activity, PK hunts that person, another PK hunts that PK. And that's kind of the ecosystem that, that RuneScape just has. Uh, and I personally believe some of the the best methods in the game for either making GP or uh, getting XP or whatever, maybe not XP, XP may, might be a bit too uh, extreme, but making GP for sure, it should be really good in the wilderness because in the entire game right now, if you die, you literally don't lose anything. It, it's completely safe. And I genuinely think when they change those death mechanics, I think that was kind of where the the gap between PVMers and PKers began. Because now the only place where you can kind of lose progress and get griefed is in the wilderness. Um, and that is why PVMers probably hate PKers because we kill you while you're doing your clue scroll or, or you're killing your boss for your that unique item that you want. And you lose progress, you lose time. And that's really annoying. I completely understand that. And that's why P uh, PVMers hate PKs. If they still, if they lost money at like Bandos, for example, if they died and there was an actual choice on what gear you had to take because you could actually lose items. I think when you died in the wilderness, it, you wouldn't be as mad at the PKs and uh, that would be different. Um, so, so yeah, I think for the wilderness, having actual, just actual updates it obviously just helps and having kind of rebalancing the risk versus reward uh i think really needs to be addressed and that's entirely up to jagex whether they want to do that or not because at the end of the day you can just say well the wilderness it has low requirements you can go get a rune crossbow and go bolt revs and make some money uh it, it's not skillful at all i agree with that the, the skill isn't there but the risk versus reward like if you say if you stay at revs for half an hour and you get like 500k uh not only are you risking that 500k that you've made you're risking that 30 minutes that you just spent that there you're risking the gear that you have on you you know you've got all of those factors of risk uh and that's not reflected anywhere else in the game if you if you make all that money anywhere else in the game that's guaranteed profit you cannot lose it anymore in the wilderness you have to bank and nobody wants to constantly bank because then you waste time and you know you've got all of that so uh that's why i think it should be good money uh in the wilderness okay um first thing <clears throat> you brought up actually some really good points and points i had actually never even thought about which is why i'm glad to have you on so Callisto. so the first point you brought up was like the callisto uh thing making it actually tribrid friendly so because one thing I've always noticed is that when you go out in the wilderness, it would be really cool if it was high risk, high reward, but in like a perfect scenario where the PVMer isn't just at a horrible disadvantage where they're actually risking extremely valuable items. They have no actual gear set up. You know, maybe they're just bringing a Vigora's Mace where like the PKR can freeze them and they're just sitting there like being owned. But I think that Callisto mechanic you said where they can take zero damage. Um, but if a PKer comes, they're already set to fight back. Because that's what needs to be happening. Like, I feel like there needs to be some sort of change. And you just, like, literally hit it on the head. Like, 
if you're already kind of geared for a tribird setup and it's again if it was if callisto was in like singles or something where it's not yeah. just a team comes okay like you're fucked um i think that's actually really good and the nilo boss you brought up was like a perfect example of how how you can do that um going on to that a little bit more what are your actual thoughts on singles plus this is like a little side tangent uh side um tangent for uh this little topic and then i want to get on to the other things you had mentioned but what do you think of singles plus would would these bosses that get updated would that be um good to have in singles plus or do you think they need to be in multi um okay so the the problem is there's different aspects of the community for pking so you've got singles teams you've got multi teams uh, what they did to Revs basically eliminated any multi-teams. And now, yes, there's multi-areas in the wilderness, but there's no actual reason for multi-teams to be there. So multi-PKing is kind of dead right now. Um, if they wanted to actually make the uh, changes, as I've suggested, where you could actually fight back, you'd have to put them in singles because then I think multi would kind of just... You know, it, you gear up to do your boss and then a five-man team kills you. It's kind of like, well, you were never going to win that fight. Yep. Um, so maybe they could have they could have a boss in multi um, that is that requires a team to kill and therefore no solo players will actually try and kill it. And they don't give it uniques, but they just give it like OKGP okay or something. Um, so, 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 so Iron Men, for example, don't feel obliged to go do it. Um, cause if you add uniques to stuff, I understand that people like Iron Men, they're like, Oh, I need to get this upgrade for my account. Otherwise I'm not being efficient, you know? Yep. Um, so if, yeah, if you did a multi boss that required multiple people or, or maybe allow irons to, to do it, but I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I think, uh, that would have to just simply be a, a GP output as opposed to any unique items, uh, for singles plus. So I personally would prefer if the entire wilderness was single plus. Agreed. However, yeah, I've never pushed it though because I I think the second you do that, you essentially kill off single PKing. Uh, and I say single PKing, essentially multi PKing and single with your teams and your friends. Yeah, I've done it in the past. It's a lot of fun being in TeamSpeak or Discord, or whatever, ha like hanging out with your friends, PKing people. Um, it is so much fun. It's probably one of the funnest things on the game. And until you've done it, you don't really appreciate how fun it truly is. Um, but at the same time, it does kill off PKing because any solo PKers that want to go PK, they, they go PK for half an hour. They, they have fun finding like noobs to kill or, or solo PKs to kill. And then they run into someone in the big team and that big team will most likely kill you. Uh, and it's there's not much you can do about it. Yes, you can be okay at tanking, but I, I would say like 90% of people who get baited by a team and then get fooled or halved even will probably die to that team. Uh, and I've, I've always said to myself, it's kind of up to the singles community uh, whether they want the wilderness to be alive. Because in my opinion, if I go to singles to go peak and I go to 1v1 people... I would love for it to be singles plus because then I know I'm actually having a 1v1. I can't be scammed out of a fight and have his friend come and PJ me. I I think I would much prefer that and I'd have so much more fun with that. And I know a lot more people who are 
a more newbie, let's say, would have a lot more fun being able to run around and only have a 1v1. So all in all, I think overall it would be a very positive change. However, I would feel bad for the people who maybe aren't the greatest peaker and they just like bolt ragging for their team or whatever and they just like having fun with the, with their friends. They wouldn't really be able to do that as much anymore. Um, you, you could still kind of bully people to an extent because if you fall in on someone and they don't fight back, they don't have that PJ timer effect actually happening. So you could still technically like have like 5v1 or whatever. Um, but but yeah, the other problem is if you have singles plus, the people who know how to tank, the wilderness becomes a lot more safe because it's very, di like, believe it or not, it is very difficult to kill people in the wilderness. Um, if you know what you're doing, it's very difficult to die uh, because of how powerful or, or unpowerful weapons are. Um, so yeah, it, it bring a very weird atmosphere to the to the wilderness you'd probably have people running around in max because they just know they won't die and they'd only die if they got baited to like multi uh, so that'd be weird but i think it would be really good for a lot of people just going in basic gear and fighting each other maybe you have it so you say look you cannot bring ancestral ellie to the wilderness anymore you have to go in arim's max uh, that might solve that and that might make it so people could actually die and actually have fun fights with each other but you'd have to decide which items you're allowed and aren't and it might get messy so uh, but for me personally i would be in favor of singles plus i've had so much fun recently pking in full dh uh, in the rev caves because i know nobody can pj me i only have to focus on that one person i'm actually fighting uh, so yeah overall for me i absolutely love singles plus but I know that would potentially kill off some communities, which, uh, yeah, they'd, they'd kind of have to make the conscious decision to be like, yeah, no, we're okay with this. We want the wilderness to be more active. We'll take the hit and we will we'll sacrifice peaking with our team so we can actually have 1v1 fights and more people do it. Yeah, I can definitely see how, like, single team peaking can be really fun because, first of all, it takes a lot of coordination. You have to be actually in, like, a call which in, basically is like encouraging, you know, actually playing an MMO where you're like talking to other people, yeah. not just everything solo. So, and I can totally understand that that would be a lot of fun because um, I would, I used to do revs back when I was hunting the weapons. And by the last month, it was actually sort of a protection clan going on. And so we would get called for like, you know, masses against another huge clan. And it was a ton of fun. Like, um, and so, like, I understand the fun that can go into it. Um, and I do agree with you. Singles Plus would be, you do say, like, so I agree that Singles Plus, if every if every singles area turned into Singles Plus, it would be extremely safe, especially if you know what you're doing. Like, Rev Caves, nowadays, it is extremely hard to die in there if you're a P, uh, like, if you're actually the one killing the Revs and you get attacked, it is a very, very high likelihood that you survive. Unless yeah. you just get extremely unlucky and somebody brings DH like you do and you just <laughs> can't out eat it. But yeah. um, I'm actually, I actually have a question because I'm not fully aware um, of all the mechanics with singles plus. But if the PKer attacks another player off a rev, the rev has to stop um, and then you start attacking. But can, if, if the, if the player that you're attacking doesn't attack back, can another PKer pju because you're not technically under attack no so that's the beauty of singles plus and for a long time deadman mode was 
if you're attacking someone, someone could attack you off and it'd be really annoying because then you just, if you're solo peeking, two people could run around and basically stop you from killing them. Uh, so now in dem mode, there's a PJ timer basically, which works exactly like single plus. So the second you're in combat with someone else, if you're both fighting back, none of you can get PJ'd. If uh, the attacker is um, attacking the, the, let's just call him a noob, just for okay. easy clarification. If the attacker's attacking a noob, uh, the attacker cannot be PJ'd. Um, however, if the attacker is attacking the noob and the attacker pulls off, uh, someone else can, within a couple of seconds, get on the noob. Uh, so the best way to stop that from happening is basically just to, to bolt back. Um, but then I guess you risk getting skull tricked and all of that. So uh, you have to be really careful. Interesting. Um, okay, I didn't know that. So technically, um, well, no, I guess I guess it would work because I, I was gonna I was gonna say um, basically one way to just evade any PK or if you're a PVMer to just bring a ZGS. ZGS the PK or walk under him and then just log out after 10 seconds like but and then when you said uh or I guess it I guess it's irrelevant because you're going to attack with the ZGS anyway which means you just attack back which is fine but you it's, said if if you yeah. don't attack back then another PKer can actually get onto you after just a few yeah. seconds so yeah so let's say I'm chasing you down and then I don't have teleblock but my friend does if I don't attack you, it's still an extended delay that normally wouldn't be there. But if I stop attacking you, my friend, after like a couple of seconds, will be able to teleblock you. Interesting. Then, okay, that's good to then, know. Okay. Yeah, and then they can pull off you, and then I can get back on you. However, if you fight back, it becomes insanely hard to pull that off. And basically, I would have to freeze you, stand under you, and then my friend would have to TB you. But if you're fighting back, you might even be able to get the log off. Uh, the thing with the ZGS, that only works if you do it like really well-timed um, because the the PJ, the PJ system, uh, it works basically, you have like a tick of leniency. So if you ZGS them, you have to instantly stand under them and not let them hit you back. If they hit you back, uh, someone else can get on you. But if they don't hit you back and you stand under them, you're good and you'll be able to log out typically interesting okay and you can always just like if you if if you the pvm or were to just bring freezes you can also freeze the person and then just run out of their distance and then just log unless like uh, obviously another player like another pk or were to get on you yeah so so your best way to escape if a pk gets on you and you have freezes you literally freeze them and just run around a corner if they don't hit you back you'll be able to log out okay it, it, it's very simple and that's one of the key escapes in dev mode but not many people know that so uh yeah it, it's like your best way to escape honestly in the rev caves it's very safe if you know what you're doing yep no i noticed that i was like this i feel it i almost had ptsd of just a team logging in on me because of just my three months <laughs> in the rev caves but then like i uh, since the update i'm like okay this is like crazy safe almost like to the point where like I don't know. I just feel like basically immortal, kind of, as long yeah. as I'm eating and I don't DC. Um, I actually disagree with um, the point you brought up where, like, we should limit the gear you could bring into the wilderness if it was all changed to singles plus. Like you okay. said, like, maybe not having an Ellie allowed. I think it would still be cool because that is, like, a super, 
high risk. I know you'd probably keep it if you're like tanking with it. So it's not like you're really risking it, but I don't know. Yeah. I, I feel like they are, there are items like that that should be used because they are extremely expensive. And... The, the problem with that is, is if you allow someone to go into the wilderness with like full ancestral, Ellie, full armadillo, like the best, very best gear, they essentially become unkillable. And the only way they die is, yeah, DC pretty much. Um, so it depends. It, it depends what you want to have. If you do want to allow people to to run around like that, they probably will never die, and they'll probably just bully everyone else. But I mean, at the same time, they're if they're willing to risk it, fair enough. But at the same time, it's not truly a risk because yeah, it's like unless uh, they DC, because yeah, they're as long as they know what they're doing and stuff, they're completely fine. But yeah. at the same time, I like it because somebody else could bring the exact same gear and like because not only is it really tanky like bringing all that but it's also really good dps so like the fact that you basically are immortal means that like if another person wanted to come out and bully back in a way like they can and they're not really risking much either in the same so yeah. like i don't know it's kind of like we like i understand your point where it, it kind of kills off any like mid-level trying to go out in the wilderness because it's like okay this guy's just gonna bully me because i'm not rich enough to afford all this but I don't know. At the same time, like making arbitrary limits kind of like is weird. Yeah. Um, the other th point you brought up was um, basically people trying to get into PvP, like giving them like a monetary incentive so they're not just constantly losing money trying to practice. I think LMS was a great addition. I never understood how to tribrid or anything or NH um, until LMS came out. And like I'm an Iron Man list, so like I would have never learned. I think having LMS, and I'm curious what your thoughts are because I know there are some like wilderness purists out there that just that don't want any mini game uh, being like in the game. They just want PKing as old school as it is. Go in the wilderness, fight. There's no free practice somewhere. It's just kind of like you go out there. But I think LMS is great, and I think it actually teaches a lot um at least with nhing and just i think it gives you confidence because honestly if i was a normal account i'd be i'd actually be decently confident going out and like uh out in the wilderness by myself with like a normal uh tribrid setup at this point like i'd feel actually pretty confident that i can you know attack back yeah. and actually provide a good fight for the other guy but what are your thoughts like on pk uh mini games because i know they're trying to also come out with like faction wars i think they've um coined it as like where it's kind of like pvm and pking like they're kind of bringing out like mini games where there's pking but what are your thoughts like um okay uh lms yep um so funnily enough it was my friend who dm me saying yo why don't they just give you a, a basic tribe setup and he, he said a bunch of this stuff and then i said i i said that at a like event that they had for when they invited a bunch of content creators i think it was like a year or two ago and we all like pitched in ideas and then mod rock worked on it in his own time uh, for us uh, it is such a good idea and yeah i think it definitely does help a lot of people um for nhing i think pre-oc the the thing with pre-oc was back then there wasn't that much end game content there wasn't Raids 1 or Raids 2 or like Theory of Blood or anything like that. Like your endgame content was dungeoneering, uh, 
Next, I think it was called. At, like, like those were your main things. A lot of people had PKing as their end game content. So the beautiful thing about it was there were so many noobs doing it that yeah, sometimes you might get a, a raid boss PKing, but then the majority of the time you'd get someone who's not very skilled or just average skill, uh, and it'd be all right. Uh, these days, uh, pretty much every single person in the wilderness is a raid boss, uh, so it is very difficult to learn. And I think the only way you could do mini games and that could encourage kind of fighting like PVP. So for example, Soul Wars, uh, to an extent, you do kind of learn PVP because you, you have to fight other people. Um, but I don't think it's a great like edge, edge rule fighting um, introduction. I think for that, you kind of just need to make it so uh, you, again, it's like the EP system that I suggested. Uh, I, I really disliked the EP system because I didn't get the items that the other person had and that really upset me because a lot of, a lot of the time the loot that I got was a lot less than what I actually killed the person for um, but for the, for Nubia people I think having an additional EP system would uh, encourage them to PK more because they actually might be able to make a bit of money and not lose money uh, mini games for it, I don't know the faction thing they talked about I thought was really cool um, Fist of uh, was it Fist of Gothics? I'm not or actually sure. I didn't really play back then, but I th okay. Yeah, I, I think it was Fist of Gothics. Uh, that was really fun, and I used to play that a bunch. Um, and I think that was pretty good for one v oneing, like learning one v oneing and hunting people down and stuff. It was a lot of fun. Um, I never played Stealing Creation, but I think that was the same. Like you, you make gear and stuff, and then you you have to fight people or something. Uh, mini games could work. Um, but it, it really depends what what Jagex kind of want. Um, I think for Edgeville fighting, Edgeville fighting, in, in my opinion, obviously I'm a PKer, but I would say PKing is just some of the funnest content because it's always different because every fight is different and there's, it's just constant different scenarios. And it makes me really sad that so many people don't actually get to properly experience it because of truly how fun it is. Uh, but I just think they need to make it a lot more noob friendly in terms of of the loss of GP. Uh, the mini games you'd have to have good rewards to actually make people want to do it, um, and that's why I think promoting at doing actual Edgeville fighting um, would be a lot better than the mini game because I don't think the reward you you would need to have to encourage people to do it would be good enough from a mini game. Um, so yeah, I think encourage them uh, through additional loot when killing people so if you die a bunch of times you can still actually break even or make a little bit of profit would be ideal uh but again the boosters they'd have to monitor it uh and i don't know if they're willing to kind of put that time into pvp you know yeah okay so <clears throat> i have a little um thing that i want to ask you i've asked other previous guests on the sebe cast um yep. so the predator versus prey um is what I call it where, and you actually kind of bring up a better point where it is kind of an ecosystem. Cause I have seen where a better PK or than the PK or vets attacking just the prey gets on the other PK or so it's kind of like, it is kind of like an ecosystem where like there's PKers out there just to attack PKers that are attacking the yeah. PVMers. So, and I've noticed that too. Cause I've, I mean, I've, I've gotten all wilderness pets. I've spent my fair share out there in the wilderness. Um, so I've read a few different like Reddit posts of people like um, with suggestions. Obviously, they don't get much traction because it's very unpopular. But 
Um, the fact that RuneScape used to be like the the old school wilderness used to not have any incentive to go out there besides maybe greater demons for a rune full helm, you know. And now that we've been playing old school, they've come out with, um, you know, all these wildy bosses. They've come out with the chaos altar. They've come out with like a skilling resource area, agility course, black chins, all these different ways to like entice players that don't necessarily want to be out there, but I guess they are willing to go out there because of how good that PVM or skilling method is. Like, do you think that inherently is like a good thing to do to just keep enticing players of all kinds to go out there? Even though, because I, I could understand enticing players to go out there to fight back like exclusively be like okay you can you know i guess bounty hunter is kind of a way but again bounty hunter like you said can only really work if there's real-time monitoring like you can't just leave it alone because it's it is boostable um but do you think that that's a good thing like do you think like the way jagex has taken old school and introduced all these things into the wilderness is healthy or do you think it kind of like makes players bitter against pkers Okay, controversial time. Let's go. Um, so I personally, a lot of people hate me for saying this. I feel like a lot of RuneScape players these days are very entitled. Oh yeah, um, no, I agree. Because yeah, because people people think I I want this item, but I have to go to the wilderness to do it. Why do I have to do that? And to me, whenever someone says, oh, I'm being forced to go to the wildy, it's like, mate, if you don't want the item, just don't do it. Like, I could go PK without Barrow's Gloves, but you know what? I want Barrow's Gloves, so I have to go do a hundred different quests to go get them, you know? Uh, and it's not difficult, but it's annoying. I don't like that. I, I I mainly enjoy PvP on the game, you know, but I'm... I have to do that stuff, so why don't other people go to the wilderness? If they truly want to get those items, go do that. Um, so I think the wilderness should have its own unique content. Um, some of the some of the examples you mentioned, I kind of I'm just like, <laughs> like resource area for example, the resource arena or area, it's awful. It's it, it literally awful. Like if the if the dark crabs maybe got banked when you were fishing them, so you weren't actually risking them or something, uh, like it was good. But I, I don't think the resource area is used for anything because there's no like actual good reason to use it. You it's, know, you're... it's garbage. It's such an old update. Like that thing needs to be buffed yeah. or something if it's gonna. It... I don't know. It's just like yeah. Let me go to the wilderness area, uh, resource area, and. And not get much of a buff in anything, you know. Yeah. I don't even know what the buffs are, to be honest, from it. Um, but I know it's that bad that there's literally no reason to go do it. Um, and that's what most of the updates are. It's like Callisto. A lot of the wilderness bosses they're mainly done by people hunting the pets or Ironmen that are just hunting the dragon pickaxe. And I, I, I just think if they were redesigned to actually be good, engaging content they would be like then you could say uh you could give it a good good rewards like the dragon pickaxe let's be honest i i don't know how much of an improvement it is from a rune pickaxe but obviously people want it for raids because i think it helps right yeah you, you do more damage so if people say to me oh i have to get a dragon pickaxe well i'm just like okay well if you don't want to get a dragon pickaxe just use a rune one then mate it's like you, you don't 
you're not entitled to get every single item. You, you either go for it or you don't. Um, I think someone suggested, I can't remember if it was framed or not, but they suggested getting but just below tick rates, but in the wilderness, but you had to risk a bunch. Uh, so people could get fairly decent XP, but then they'd be risking money or something for it. That's very controversial, but you also have to remember, if you give an area like a decent XP rate, that means a lot of people might go do it. That also means a lot of PKs will go kill those people to it, which all in all will mean that rate will actually be like 50% of what it's actually meant to be. And it won't actually be a good rate. It's the same thing with revs. Right now, um, revs are singles. It's pretty safe. Uh, but the loot is absolutely awful. And that means when I went PKing the other day, I found someone in one every like 15 worlds or something. If you up the loot, the, the GP per hour still won't actually increase much because more people going there means more PKs go there, which means you get interrupted a hell of a lot more, which means you don't actually make as much profit as you were going to maybe when it was less GP per hour. Um, so... It, the wilderness, because it's such a weird area, you really have to boost the the rates of stuff before stuff actually becomes better yeah. because of the, the factor of the PKs. The PKs ruin everything, you know? The PKs make everything inefficient. I remember when I used to do revs, I did it for a little while, and I remember getting attacked. I wasn't in a protection world or anything. I'd get attacked like every, I'd say, five minutes, and it was like... I, I stopped doing it because I was yeah, like, what's the obnoxious. point, man? Yeah, but that's yeah, because exactly. the loot was so good. And I, yeah, I completely agree with you. Yeah, so it's kind of, they need that that uh, that to be in there. And I think, I don't know, I just think Chaos Alter is a good example. Chaos Alter is a good alternative way of training a prayer. There isn't necessarily that much risk, uh, apart from the bones you have when you initially run there. But because the, the buff is so good, it's kind of worth it. Um, and that is where you'll find a lot of PKs. I will happily go PK there. I think I did this last week or something. I, I wanted to PK in the wilderness. I thought, okay, where's actually active? And literally the only spot other than revs I could think of was there. So I was literally going there to try and find other PKs there. I wasn't trying to find people doing bones. If I killed someone and I got their bones, unless they're the really good bones from Vorkath, I just leave them on the floor and let them go pick them up and go use the bones. I, I just... I wasn't there for the bones. I was there for the fights, but and and I knew that because that thing actually attracts people, it will attract those newbie PKs that I can then go kill. That's um, true. So that's a great example of something that I think it is a choice. If you want to potentially save uh, half of your bones, go to the wilderness and use them. You might die to a PK before getting to use them and then you lose those 28 bones or whatever. That's the risk. And and I think that's a good mechanic to have in the game. It's a choice. And a lot of the things are a choice. If you choose to go to the wilderness, I read a tweet from someone saying all, all the PKs are losers. They're just trying to get uh, free stuff or whatever. I can't remember the exact saying of it. Uh, a wording of it and I, I literally responded to it saying um you're calling pks losers because they're just trying to get free stuff but you're literally angry because you can't go to the wilderness for free and not risk anything and get your reward you know it's like he, he didn't have a concept of risk versus reward if you don't want to do that clue scroll step and you don't want to risk losing anything don't go to the wilderness don't complete that clue you know it, it's all a choice and I think the entitlement of a lot of people has has made it 
a very bad view. Um, obviously, Jagex has to be really careful with what they introduce to the wilderness because as much as I say this, I don't want someone to feel forced to get, let's say it's a really good item for like raids or, or something. I don't want someone to feel like like they have to get it Otherwise, it's not effective to, to go do raids, no? That sucks. I think Dragon Pickaxe, that's like kind of a, a smaller thing that's not as important. Um, but yeah, they, they have to be careful with it. Um, but I think if they... They could literally... So, Zaya is interesting because I played Twisted League. I really enjoyed it. I, I only played it for like the first two weeks, but I was really addicted. And I learned how kind of... it's It has its own ecosystem and its own economy to an extent and you can basically be a zaya only iron man and make it all work you know i kind of wish they did that with the wilderness as well and they made it so let's say you get an item in the wilderness that then helps with doing another thing in the wilderness and it kind of promotes that ecosystem as well where if you get this it then boosts this uh, and they actually gave it proper updates and yeah it kind of worked like that so then the people that would be hunting items in the wilderness would be the PKers or the people who enjoyed wilderness content who wanted to go for that kind of content, maybe. Yeah, no, uh, you're bringing up a lot of good points. And I completely um, agree with you where, like, you know, if if you're going to complain, you, you were never forced to go out in the wilderness. I completely agree with that, like, argument where it's just people whining. Um, but on just to play, um, just to be, like, as unbiased as possible, as... As much as I agree with you, but then I also see the opposite end where PKers start whining that PvP updates aren't passing. And it's the same thing where it's like, well, I mean, you like, you know, it, it can go in like, it's like vice versa, you know, like it can go both ways where people complain that they died and then the PKers like, you shouldn't, you didn't need to go out there. But then it's like the same thing. It's like the PKer starts complaining that updates aren't passing. It's like, oh, well, you should have been, you should have spared my life when i was out there and i would have voted yes you know or something you know just these are I, bad these are bad uh examples yeah but... for that just quickly yeah um, go ahead. for the for the polling thing the the problem with polling is um let's be honest pvp the pvp community we do not have 75 percent of the community we don't have 50 percent of the community we probably don't even have 25 percent of the community the fact that 25% of the RuneScape community can basically just say, nope, you're not getting this update. It, it really, it's really unfair. And it's limited so many updates that would genuinely have been really good for the wilderness um, because that 75% uh, pass rate. Uh, let's be honest, no, like, I, I think people kind of vote selfishly and they don't think like what's what's uh, the, the, the greater good for the game. Yeah. Um, so it, the polling thing, yeah, it, it really frustrates me because it's literally 25% of the community that decides if PVP is getting a thing or not. Yeah, no. And like me personally, I, um, I, again, I am not, I'm not saying I'm right. This is all my opinions and my opinions yeah. change all the time, especially when I hear things from you, because just out of the few things you've already mentioned, like I've already kind of like altered my mindset of like, you know what what really is truly good for the game and like what's just my selfish desires but personally <clears throat> um i don't like the enticement to get players that absolutely do not want to pk do not want to do anything um go out there it's the same thing where it's like what if they were to and, okay, and i'm saying like you know 
a skilling thing, sort of like a dragon pickaxe, having to go out in the wilderness and get it. I understand the risk versus reward, but imagine you had to go get like a PVP item from skilling. It's just like, you don't want to do that. Like you want to get it from the thing you like. And that's why, you know, raids, normal raids are so much fun for PVMers because it's Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Exactly. They're getting PVM items from PVM and there's no PVP in, involved at all. And like, I'm, I, I'm assuming it's the same thing with PVPers where it's like, there is obviously a trade-off where you need to go get Barrow's Gloves, but you wouldn't, you wouldn't want more things that you need from PVP. Uh, or you wouldn't want more things that you do need for PvP to come from skilling or quests or other things like that. You just want to go PvP. So, um, personally, I don't really like the enticement. I remember uh, Frame's video was, you know, his his reviving PvP was, you know, bringing out wilderness implings and just other forms of just getting people out there. Um, you know, I remember Addy Khan had kind of mentioned making revs something where it's like you charge a ring with gold and the most, the, the amount of gold you put in it will be like the amount of reward you can get because you're risking more. But it's just, it's kind of this boostable thing where it's like, if you make yeah. it good enough for people to go out there, there's going to be clans that are like boosting it and making fuck tons of money. Um, so it is like, it is just hard. There's no real right answer to this all. It's all, you know relative like i don't know but um point i was trying to get to is uh basically i think pvp updates wouldn't have a problem passing if there wasn't that much enticement to go out in the wilderness um and i feel like basically all pvp uh polls would pass if it was kind of more centered on player versus player not like a predator versus prey type of thing and another little thing i want to mention is um i've actually been thinking about this over the past couple weeks i do not like that they're trying to introduce um items that kept that keep you frozen for longer i hate it i just (laughs) i hate that like they're literally leaning towards getting freezes to last up to like 24 seconds it's like like ridiculous it's almost like i honestly want the freezing and here's a cool thing if freezing was actually reduced um to a maximum of 10 seconds it would actually make singles plus even better than it is because um well i guess it kind of depends but you couldn't just hide behind a barrier because the guy would actually get unfrozen and like your target wouldn't be able to log out but again i haven't really fully thought this through i just feel like the freezing mechanic is extremely obnoxious 
And if they're going to actually keep singles the way it is and not introduce singles plus throughout everything, teams are going to have it even easier when they can just constantly freeze for 18 to like 21, maybe up even up to like 24 seconds at a time, where if they reduced it, it actually kind of encourages a little bit more of like, you could potentially survive this if you're not being frozen for just forever, basically. I don't know okay. what you think about the freezing, but... Um, okay, I, I'm just going to come back to a point you said earlier. Okay. Um, for the... For the... for the We wouldn't want PvP stuff coming from PvM. Um, I would say, like, all PvP stuff comes from PvM, though. That's because... actually a good point, now that I think about it. Yeah, I didn't... <laughs> no, you got, you got a good point. But at the same time, it is just buyable. I mean... And I guess yeah. that's the same thing. I mean, I guess I'm I'm taking it both ways. But with main accounts, you can't just buy everything um, besides Barrow's gloves and stuff. But and then I guess I guess I'm thinking more of an Iron Man toward the other way. So my argument wasn't actually sound. It was just kind of like my yeah, own I just, I just But yeah, yeah, no, no, you bring up a good point. But most Iron yeah. Men, most people that would be forced to go do PVM aren't going to be PKing in the first place because they're Iron Men. Yeah. Um. Just another quick question for LMS. Why were you doing LMS? Um. LMS. When it first, okay, not when it first was released. When you had like ten prayer points to start, and it was just a, <laughs> a prayer flicking contest. Um, yeah. But after they kind of reduced uh, or introduced new rewards and they updated it, I actually went because there was a poll coming out um, where they were going to pull what rewards it should be given and one of the rewards was clue scrolls um they were they were gonna pull it basically and yeah. i thought you know what i'm gonna go as ham as possible on this and just get a bunch of points saved up so that potentially if they introduce clue scrolls as rewards they'll probably end up being really busted at first and then get nerfed later on i'm just going to abuse it so okay. that was my first introduction to it and i absolutely loved it like i was i was having the time of my life and lms can be extremely addicting at times yeah so sorry so the reason i say that is because yeah i mean the reason you did that lms was because the potential reward right yep um so that was kind of a choice and then you did it and you really enjoyed it and i i think obviously some people just simply won't like pvp um but i think if people kind of get a taste of it and see what it's actually truly all about people will genuinely enjoy it and potentially do it in the future. And that's why I think, obviously, um, essentially, I want to say luring people to do PVM content in the wilderness, that's not as enjoyable um, because, yeah, they're basically being hunted by people. Um, but I think it, you can... I don't know, it's, it's super easy to tank. I know it's not enjoyable having to tank a team or whatever, um, but I just... Uh, I think that that choice of of doing it or not and that everything's a choice so I, I i don't think there is necessarily pushing anyone to do it it's like i remember suggesting a reward from lms and then uh i got told uh well what about if completionists they they won't want to they won't want to do that that's loads of pvp and i was like well if they're a completionist but they're not willing to actually complete everything the game has to offer they're not true completionists are they so that I don't is, know, I, that, that's really dumb, by the way. I think it's so dumb that there even is a question on putting that on the collection log. Put it on there. Like, it's literally, yeah. like, I don't understand it. So I completely agree with you there. That makes no yeah, sense so, that people are like, no, uh, don't add this because I don't want to do it. It's like, that's completionist. 
Yeah, I, I've always been shot down, I think, uh, with a lot of ideas purely because we don't want to make people go do it. And I, I get it to an extent, but at the same time, it's always a choice. Everyone has a choice on what content they do. Um, and with the polling, trust me, there's been some polls in our time that haven't passed and they would not have been negative for PVMers, but that it's just been voted no because I think Ignorance. the main... Yeah, yep. ignorance. It's literally people don't understand what the question actually means and they, they might get scared of it and they're like, nope, no, 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 I don't want that. But in, in reality, it's like, bro, that update would have been so good for the game and it would have been so good, but uh, it's so nice. But yeah, I think that's a big part of it as well. And I think when we were when we were at Jagex, we kind of, I think they might have suggested it or, or someone did, uh, but putting like an explanation for each kind of poll uh, at each kind of question and saying these are the potential outcomes uh, which i think might help people especially for pvp stuff um but yeah sorry sorry i went on a massive tangent but i just wanted to ask about the lms thing and nah and yeah. you're good um i actually have sort of a so i'm gonna kind of like manipulate this question or this topic i guess dk ho um on twitter just asks is it possible to have PVPers and PVMers slash skillers coincide in a mutualistic relationship? The rev protection system was the closest thing. For some reason, I had just read that and something just popped into my mind. So <clears throat> I actually think it would be cool. I don't know how you would exactly work this, but okay, well, here's again, another side tangent of the fact that Iron Man ever came out into the game has just made PVP in this weird state where... Not every player is equal. Like, it's kind of like not everyone's a main anymore. Not everyone can just reclaim their items just from the GE. Not everything's just GP based. And things aren't fair for irons. And that's just how the game is at this point. So, yeah. I have to make that because it is kind of a shame that, like, as much as I absolutely love Iron Man and I would never want to see it go, I do fully understand what it did to the game. And it kind of made PvP. I feel like it honestly contributed a lot toward killing PvP a little bit because no Iron Man will basically vote for anything PvP related because yeah. there is absolutely zero incentive for an Iron Man to go PK. It would just be like to shame somebody if an Iron Man killed you. Like that's it. Yeah, so, that's, that's literally why I did it. <laughs> yeah, no. it's just funny, isn't it? Yeah, no, yeah, it's just like an embarrassment yeah. to the other guy. <laughs> yeah, especially if you're hardcore. Goddamn, but yeah. um. Uh, that the reason I kind of just mentioned this is because this is probably going to just be a jumble because I'm still thinking about it in my head. But what if yep. there was a way to be able to basically, um, like it would, it would have to be implemented in game where it's actually fair, but a way where you can actually pay a PKer, like a professional PKer to protect you. But it would be something where like, if you've paid the protection, the game would recognize it. And somebody couldn't, like, attack you until they, like, attack your bodyguard, basically. So it's like, <laughs> I don't know how this would work out. This is actually silly now. It's coming out of my mouth. But I'm thinking, like, if there was an amazing, you know, skilling method or a boss you could kill, you could actually hire um, a bodyguard, basically, like a PKer, and it would be single. So you could, you would be uninterrupted, but you have to pay a big fee to, like, a PKer that would be out there protecting you. And it would be single still. But until your bodyguard is like dead, um, 
you cannot be touched or something like that. Something where it's like, okay, okay this is like a new way for players to make money that want to PK or like even just defend somebody. But I don't know how well, it would work. I don't know. What are your thoughts? I think that'd be really cool. Uh, the only problem is if you gave the the PVM immunity, then people are going to find out how to abuse it probably. Uh, so that's probably that's my true. only that's, like... That's a good point. There's yeah. always there's always things that can be abused like that. That's It's a really cool idea though. Um, I don't know how feasible it'd be, like how much you'd have to pay them and the the quality of the PK maybe determines how much you pay them. And it'd be pretty, pretty funny. Um, for your point, uh, for the skillers and the PVMers and the PVPers being like kind of one community, um, and, uh, dead mode, um, you might laugh at this, but that was honestly one of the best. Um, I think dead mode represents how RuneScape should be. Uh, because, for example, in my team Blazers, we have people in that team uh, that are clueless at PKing, um, but they're very good PVMers or they're very good skillers. Um, and Demo Mode kind of brings everyone together, and you you work as a team to feed your like best PKs the the best gear so they can win the tournament for you and stuff. So that in itself, it's so much fun to play. It's so much fun to be a part of a team, even just playing with friends. I've been told recently, I had some friends uh, play at um, the last tournament and they all played together and they all went raiding together. They didn't do it for PvP or anything. They just, they did raids and stuff and they had the time of their lives and now they can't wait for more dev modes. And it's just so much fun because uh, I, I streamed PKing for a couple of days and then it got a bit stale and I was just like, okay, now I'm just killing noobs, killing the... Killing the big stacked people would take literally days of fighting them. So I I became part of my team and I did skilling and I did PVM. And you know what? I had so much fun because it was like you're part of something. You're you're helping the team. You're you might be skilling, but you're helping your team by doing whatever skill that is, you know, whether you're smithing bolts or whatever. Um, and it felt like the whole the whole world of RuneScape kind of came alive with your team. Everything had a reason like, oh, I'm going to go do Slayer so I can get uh, primordial boots for the people who are fighting in the yeah. finals with or whatever. Like, it's so, I want to say beautiful. Everything but it's connects. Just, yeah, yeah it, dude, literally, I didn't realize <laughs> how how amazing RuneScape was as a game until the last demo that just passed because I actually got to, normally I was, I was always streaming PKing and then I was playing on stage. So I'd never actually get to experience the team aspect of the mode other than getting fed. Um, so yeah, I, I didn't experience it until the last demo, but man, it was so much fun to just join TeamSpeak. I'd be killing Cerberus. I've never killed Cerberus in my life. And I was having a time of my life because I was like, dude, if I get these boots, that helps out my friend uh, doing this. And then you'd have someone else fishing on like two accounts or three accounts trying to get as much food for the team as, as possible you know and it all just connected and it was just so cool yeah. uh, to see and I, I wish more people got to experience that as well uh, which i'm hoping they make some good demo changes and have a good future demo mode as well i'm glad a lot of people love uh you know just i thing is i've never played dead man mode and um I don't know. There's just something like it, it like stresses me out to even like think of playing it because I because I didn't play on like the first one, you know. I didn't 
yeah go on and like so it it stresses me out and i feel like other players feel that same way where if they were to just give it a chance and i again it goes the same for me if i were to give it a chance i'd probably absolutely love it because yeah the last one where like raids was unlocked i remember pvmers were like i'm gonna go play dead man mode and i'm gonna make a lot of money because i'm gonna go to raids stack up my team with like ancestral or something and then you know just make a bunch of money on the main game for doing that for like helping out my team and yeah. it was pretty beautiful now that I think about it because I never played it, but I remember watching like Ari Slash because that's what he he was on a clan and his whole job was just to get raids items and he loved raids. So <laughs> the whole thing that were like you could skill and you could PVM, but you could also just be fed, you know, and just be the PK or that's it is really nice. And I feel like they're getting closer and closer to what dead man modes like true potential can be with like including yeah. everyone. Um one of the other things is like when you said that it kind of brought up faction wars for me because i don't know actually know i don't actually know what faction wars is gonna entail but it kind of feels that way where it's like there are the skillers there are the the pvmers that'll like kill stuff to like provide for your team and then there's like the smithing i'm assuming to make armors quick and it's all kind of like time based it's like get it done quick and then help out the pkers that are gonna go like fight you know and take over the other people's base so yeah i think that'd be sick as well yeah. like i'm super hyped for that um i don't know whether it'll actually be a thing or not but yeah no it sounded really good is there any perk to pking coming out from the uh the combat achievement diaries anything uh what do you that, mean like is there anything where it's like pkers are now incentivized to do the combat achievements to get like a buff to Ooh, pking at all because I, I actually I, think... I don't read it in that way i don't uh i think uh, i'll be completely honest i haven't read it um i i knew that combat achievements the second it was announced i was like yep this is definitely gonna pass um <laughs> yeah 100%. And, and you know what i'm happy for pvmers because that is a sick update i'm sure a lot of people will enjoy it so it's cool uh i haven't read it though because i just i knew it was gonna pass so i was kind of like there's yeah. no point in in reading about it i think there's something to do with a defender being more accurate yeah that that actually was hand. the one thing that failed everything else passed which oh, is surprising oh, okay. how that's the thing i failed but yeah <laughs> all right then never mind i don't know if there is anything for uh the pvp from that then i was just curious yeah i don't think there is but again i was just asking you to see if you knew but um yeah i don't read updates i don't read it in like the eyes of a pk or like how is this going to benefit um yeah. but i know that uh the mini game update <clears throat> that's coming out where basically everything passed i know shades of morton's coming out with that new swamp bark and some other armor it's like swamp bark and something else that's gonna improve freezing and then also the tome of waters coming out which is improving like binding spells and stuff further i think didn't that fail the the actual pvp stuff though um two of the perks of the tome failed so uh shit okay now i need to think because i know the ancients fail because they were wanting to buff like the actual ancients damage and yeah. um, like ac or maybe it was just the accuracy of like ice barrage. I think it was accuracy. Yeah. yeah, you're yeah, you're right. Um, dang, I would actually need to look back because <laughs> now, right, no now I'm out of the loop again. But uh, um, so here's a question. So I guess you kind of already touched on this, but. What would it really take to bring Bounty Hunter back? And do you think Bounty Hunter should come back? 
and what would um, and i know you already had mentioned it where it's like that elo system and like where you can actually make back money um again it would have to include real-time jagex monitoring to like be good yeah do you think it needs to come back so um so it depends it, honestly there's so many ifs it's like well it's it, it, it's a really fun part of the game um giving a target it's like bounty hunter creators back in the day in like 2008 or 9 i think it was i had so much fun doing that and it was literally just teleporting to your target and killing them uh, and if you didn't kill your target you got a penalty I, I thought that could be a good concept uh putting that in the wilderness and then having that system uh but it it was quite clan dominated so it probably wouldn't be uh that great um but pvp worlds you can 1v1 people and I kind of wish they had incentive to do uh, like PVM or, or skilling in PVP worlds. Obviously, they'd have to be like hotspot areas, so it couldn't be abused. You could go to a really remote location and get boost XP or whatever. Uh, maybe not even skilling boost, never mind, because that'd probably be very OP. But uh, maybe like PVM buffs where it's like stuff's noted or whatever if you go in a PVP world. Uh, would be nice and that could encourage like people adventuring around uh, but sorry for that's a complete different tangent uh, for bounty hunter um yeah the the first main thing is it needs to be monitored um if they're going to actually reward players if you don't reward players there is no point in having it uh if you don't give less abled pks the chance to make money on their investment of time and and killing people then there's no real point in having it so you have to have additional ep uh on top of it uh and just monitor it for boosting uh i i feel like it'd be quite easy to monitor it and maybe you literally just made it so you could only do it in literally north of edgeville uh in that one area so any mods that had to monitor it could literally log in for five minutes run around see people that are running around in like no items or something and then just you know kind of maybe question what they're doing or <laughs> or if if it's really obvious just ban them for like two days yeah or you know it, i feel like it's quite obvious to tell when someone's peaking legitimately and when they're just boosting um and i mean i had this thought where if you made it so uh, Edgeville PKing Bounty Hunter, it went back to the craters like it was in 2009. And you had a, when you entered the crater, you could be attacked by anyone in that crater. However, and, and you also had like a 30 second time where you could not leave. That would remove a lot of people. First of all, it removed people being able to multi log because you don't want to focus on like two, three, four different accounts if they can be attacked by people. Um, because then you might lose uh, any risk you have. You'd have to have a base risk, obviously, to actually make it worthwhile doing. Uh, but if you have like a crater where it's very difficult to boost, that might mean they don't have to actually monitor it as much. Um, and it would de decentivize a lot of people who would want to kind of take advantage, advantage of that boosting. Um, I think that could work. And that's kind of a way for them not to monitor it. But I don't know. It, it, 1v1ing is a lot of fun and having targets and getting additional loot and stuff is a lot of fun and it makes it more appealing than just running around in PvP worlds. Um, whether it's needed in the game, 
I mean, I would say yes. It's it's one of the, I would say, purest forms of PKing. It's literally, you go to Wilderness with your gear, you fight another PKer with their gear, and you kind of see what happens. Uh, and I know you get rewarded for killing them. I, I think it's a very nice basic concept, um, but the rewards need to be monitored, yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, uh, again, like, I just am not a PKer, and I've never fully... Like, I don't know what was, like, good for the game. I know a lot of people want Bounty Hunter back. And, like, I know the issues with it and that you see. And then, like, can Iron Man participate in it? Because that just ends up being boosted because there's absolutely no, like, they... I feel like if they did come back with, like, a, a, like a good Bounty Hunter that's going to be monitored, like, Iron Man... Iron Man can't do it. But at the same time, there are Iron Man snowflakes that make accounts to PK. But it's <laughs> yep, like, me. yeah, I know. And so it's like, where do you like draw the line? Because like Iron Man, trust me, I, I'm like, I'm, I've been in Iron Man clans and like, they will literally boost each other. Like they'll go out there and just sit in like an area, like the whole clan will just, well, not the whole clan, but like people <laughs> will like coordinate. Okay. Let's go out at this time. And let's just boost each other. It's just like, oh my God, like, I don't know. And so my eyes with Bounty Hunter comes from Iron Man boosting because that's all they do. It's just boost. It's like there's absolutely zero point of actually killing somebody because you're not getting any reward. So I see it in the eyes of a of an Iron Man where it is just a boosting game. Um, okay. I, I think for Bounty Hunter, it shouldn't really think about Iron Man. Um, and by that, I mean, so the rewards of having the rune pouch coming from that obviously made Iron Man want to boost it, right? Yep. Um, so maybe just not having a rune pouch coming from it like that. Maybe uh, it is so difficult because of boosting, but there, there, there will be a way to make it so Iron Man don't go and do it because it's an easy way of like cheating the system, basically. Um, I think so when I went on my Iron Man, I did it all legitimately. I did it on my hardcore. Uh I killed I think nine people. I got my my tier one emblem from Slayer uh, in the wilderness and then I leveled it up just by killing people. I didn't die, luckily. Um and I got I, I got that achievement. Was there any point in me doing that? No. I should have just gone to do Wilderness Slayer, but I wanted that challenge. You Respect, know? though. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's actually crazy. I genuinely think I was like one of the only people to actually ever do it legitimately on a hardcore. Probably. Um, but yeah, yeah no, it's, it's kind of like, I, I think for Iron, I don't think Jagex, the rewards 100% Jagex needs to take into consideration Iron Man because you don't want to make it. Um, boostable easily for them um but if it, it it really depends because if you then cater everything in the game to oh can an iron man abuse this then that originally when iron man came out they said look we're not going to do any update specifically for iron man but now they're going to be considering iron man for every update and i think yep. that's a really dangerous way to go because at the end of the day why would an Iron Man be participating in fights where you fight another person to basically obtain their gear? You know, like it, it basically that principle of the whole reason of PKing is to get their loot. Uh, well, an Iron Man kind of has no place there. So maybe just making it so Iron Men cannot access that reward shop. Uh, that sounds quite harsh saying it. I've not thought about this at all. It might be a terrible idea. But if you made it like that, then Iron Men 
They physically cannot go do that. So the meta doesn't change for Iron Man. So then PVP or whatever can actually have proper updates. Um, no, I, I agree. That is a good thing. If there are uniques, because there's Iron Man, I'm kind of one of them where I am sort of a completionist. Not like diehard yeah. completionist, but um, I still want to be able... Because one of the things they had done is like... I remember when the reward shop came out and then it wasn't accessible to Iron Man. There was like... They took away like key items, like the Ring of Wealth scroll. All of a sudden just yeah. wasn't obtainable anymore. And so like if they do that, if they make the reward shop not accessible to iron man so that it can be like a pure reward shop for pkers they need to just come out with the, like unique rewards that still benefit irons they need to come from somewhere else preferably like another pking mini game or something that like yeah. lms or something i think when you're talking about uh, iron men in the wilderness uh, and not really being able to fight back and stuff i i don't think i've ever thought much into that i've always thought well if an iron man wants to go get the items then they can just go get it and i mean yeah they're not going to really have a chance at fighting back but they're kind of just doing it for the item whatever um so i do feel kind of bad and i think yeah maybe limiting uh the rewards or whatever from bounty hunter so they don't feel like they need to go do it would be a good good thing and just making it for kind of uh, i want to say normie yeah normal players of the game to incentivize those players, I think it'd be quite a good thing. Um, yeah, for the game in general. Okay, so I have <clears throat> one little topic that I wanted to bring up. I don't know how relevant it is. Because, yeah, I don't know how much of, like, Wilderness Slayer you've done and stuff like that. I know you, I was just watching your stream you are doing Wilderness Slayer. But, like, <laughs> what, do you, what do you think of the Amulet of Avarice? So, my <laughs> whole thing is that Amulet of Avarice is garbage. The only use for it is to just skull yourself instantly. But like, they because because the Amulet of Avarice only works in the Wilderness Slayer Cave, and I don't think that's enough because the only use to that is literally killing green dragons, which have more health in there, to note their bones if you don't have like the Wilderness Tire and then note their hides. Do you think, this is my proposal, that the Amulet of Avarice and just as like in the parentheses this will not actually do this is not a significant buff to anything but do you think the amulet of avarice should be uh should be able to note everything in the wilderness yes yeah. <laughs> um so amulet of avarice yep i agree it is awful um it was funny in trailblazers obviously just before trailblazers happened they moved the slayer creatures out of the rev cave and moved them into their own cave and I had to tweet saying, yo, guys, can you make the Amulet of Avarice actually work in that Slayer Cave? Because right now, it was only usable in the Rev Cave. And yeah, it, that, it made that no meant sense. Nothing. And everything so, was noted already. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And, and that's kind of, that to me kind of shows how maybe little thought is goes into PvP updates. Out of touch, like, yep. Yeah, we have to ask for that. And yeah, I agree. You know what? If they did that, the Amulet of Avarice actually becomes useful in the Wilderness Resource Arena. You can go mine uh, a bunch of added ore and then hop welds. And then, I mean, provided you you either have a lot of money or um, whatever. Yeah, you can just like camp a weld and get loads of resources. You know, it kind of makes that more useful. I 100% think that Amulet needs to be a lot more useful. Um it's the same with the scepter. The scepter's absolutely awful. What do you propose um, for the scepter? I'm curious. Like, what, yeah, what? so 
there's so for the scepter i have no idea i haven't really thought about it you could potentially i think i wait didn't they add something recently which increased the rate of spec going up or something or, or was that pulled or um, something or am i was like, dreaming that I'm trying to think cause that sounds familiar uh the reason it sounds familiar is because I actually had an idea I've been pushing on my stream of okay. coming out with like a Raids 3 item called the Ring of Spec or like a Spec Ring that actually rejuvenates your spec faster, but you couldn't wear yeah. like a Berserker Ring. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's something coming out like that. Um. Yeah, maybe maybe like adding it so it the spec regens twice as fast when you're wearing it and you can't switch between or whatever. You have to actually be wearing it because mm. for hybriding and stuff, that would encourage a lot more people to use it and yeah it just it just be it nice true so um, it could actually be used for pvp like the other weapons aren't yeah. used for pvp they're just used for pvm yeah but to be fair the other weapons are used for pvm but they're used for pvm in the wilderness which i do like yeah i, I like it yeah interesting um well i don't have any other topics do you have anything you'd like to address or just anything that you're kind of uh uh, I've got a meme comment. Okay. Uh, Manic Marauder 7 said, make sure you ask him about his uh, RNG mace grind. <laughs> wait. Wait, what? Or Oh, wait. You're, you're, you're asking me, right? Or, yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, we don't, we don't talk about that. No. Okay, we don't I've, talk about that. <laughs> no. I've been, <laughs> I've been dry on the Nightmare Mace, and I'm like 1.5 times right now, which isn't even that bad, but... Nightmare is a pain in the ass. I don't know if you've ever done it. I've I've seen videos and I've heard it's uh it, in all honesty, okay. Again, you probably might hate me for this, but um for I really like the nightmare drop like table. I I also really like the God Wars drop table. I, I personally feel that if like if if the main reward is a unique and the, the rest of the loot is kind of like Meh, I think that's really good, uh, just for the game in general because stuff like Zora and Vorkath just like pumping out GP. It just means it's so low risk. It's the whole risk versus yep reward thing. It's like God Wars. The risk isn't necessarily um, losing money. The risk is spending a lot of time and not actually making any money, right? And I really like that concept. And I think that's why pre-OC kind of worked where you would, uh, the, the end game was PKing because yeah, you could go to God Wars and make like, you could get tassies get every yeah. other day. Yeah, exactly. I, I really like the whole get lucky concept as opposed to, yep, yeah, you're guaranteed profit every three minute kills or whatever. Yep. No, I, um, I completely agree with you. I am completely in the same boat as you. I think I am actually so into what you just said that i would my proposal in the past has been delete every non-unique reward from zora and make it so yeah. it only drops scales and it's uniques that's it so it's like yeah. literally a fucking grind the the difference with nightmare is like unlike a blowpipe where you could legitimately grind out a blowpipe in like three days going ham or like even two days if you just did zora all day Nightmare is like a mace is like a 500 hour grind and like an yeah. orb is like a 700 hour grind where it's just like it's like you are actually losing money especially if you do it my way where you're using a scythe you are like literally losing like half a million gp every kill unless you get the item which 
honestly is cool, but like I'm actually okay with that with you losing money until you get a big huge item and it's actually worth a lot. But like yeah. god 500 hours for something that's like the equivalent of a rapier or a blade of saildor is just like ridiculous. Yeah, I think that's super extreme and it's tedious I as mean, hell. They, maybe not having it always that rare because <laughs> that would be uh that'd be awful. I, I remember grinding for on my Iron Man. I was doing raids because uh because I was peaking, I wanted dragon claws, I wanted rigor, I wanted augury. Uh I luckily got them all within like 200 KC, but I couldn't imagine having to grind them for for longer, you know. Yep, going dry at all is just like yeah. horrible. But yeah. No, I mean, I've I've had my luck. I've I I got a 20 KC Tebow on my Iron Man like I I've had my luck streaks, but like <laughs> I've also had the, you know, the other places where I just go super dry. I've but, got um, a question for yeah, you. Yeah, go ahead. Um so PVP, um what um how do i word this what do you think it would take to encourage you to do pvp well like you said there's just players that do will just will not like pvp i like pvp and in fact if iron man mode had never come out i think my experience in the wilderness even though it was toxic as fuck um mm -hmm. and there's a lot of people that just like I know every community has toxic people. I know that, like, first-handedly. But, like, the the simple fact that PvP is literally killing another player, it just yeah. inherently makes it a little bit more toxic than every other community. Um, but I will say um, it would be kind of neat if, uh, like, if, if theoretically Iron Man mode had never come out, I probably actually would have gotten into PvP because it is more of a, like, a living thing it's like really dynamic unlike just pvming all day but yeah. i have just seen the beauty of iron man and my personality and my just <laughs> just who i am iron man just uh, is just so good like i love doing things on my own i love constant progression um but i still understand the pking thing like I've even seen, you know, people that are just dedicated PKers, like all they do is spend all the time in the wilderness. And it's, it's almost like its own little world. It's like, uh, yeah. its own little ecosystem, sort of its own little world and relationships matter. You know, you want to be on good terms with people because they can actually just ruin your fucking day. So it's like, yeah. it still is appealing to me, but I will never get into PKing simply because Iron Man doesn't allow it basically just as a principle it just it you just can't you can't benefit from pking as an iron man and yeah the way i play just will never take me there no that's fair um a funny thing about the the toxicity within pvp um typically if you're getting flamed by someone it is typically because they're a noob um i would say most good pks don't flame only the noobs that flame only the people that flame are noobs because the way I see it, they rarely actually get kills. So if they do kill you, that'll be like the one time. <laughs> all they all can the actually bottled be like... up. All the bottled yeah, up emotions. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So if you ever get flamed in the wilderness, just remember that guy's probably a noob and it's probably his first kill in the last like month. So just you can kind of laugh at them basically because of that. And also there's a, it's very funny whenever I hear like PVP super toxic. 
whenever I PK, I would say the majority of the time, I don't experience that much uh, uh, toxicity in PvP. I get flamed so much by Iron Men in the wilderness that I'm attacking. Oh, they're awful. Or, or normal. We're yeah, awful. I, I, I've, I've probably, I 100% understand there's clans that take flaming like to a whole new level that's just ridiculous but it in terms of like individuals i've never been so i've never been flamed so much by iron men and normal people that i've been killing and i get it it's annoying but i, I it kind of makes sense why why people then start flaming who they're killing because let's say just before i attack you i get some iron man going you're an idiot. You're never going to kill me. You suck. Uh, like, and then I kill you the next kill. It's like, you got to, I guess. Yeah. I, I think they're like talking to the person that just flamed them a bunch and, and getting that like frustration out, I guess. But uh, yeah, I don't agree with the whole flaming and all that. I've never been a flame gamer. The only time I ever flame is if someone flames me first, uh, because typically people uh, flame. And again, People who flame are generally newbie or, or just not very good at the game. And they, they they die a lot, man. The people who flame are the ones who die, typically. Uh, so it's always funny saying nah, goodbye or whatever. Like, <laughs> so Iron Men are extremely emotional in the wilderness. And yeah. I've been a part of that where I feel just like I am at the worst disadvantage. I am like the lowest of lows right now i even yeah. if i were to kill you you can just run back and reclaim your shit no, no harm done <laughs> to you and like you just feel like you're being taken advantage of not like if a pk is attacking you you just, you just cannot do anything you just have to accept it and so people bottle up these emotions and just freak out have like episodes of them just freaking out because there is nothing they can do they can't defend themselves hardly they're iron yeah. men where it's like they have limited gear most likely they're on their last fucking prayer pots because they have to make their own. It's just like they're they're in this emotional state. And um, what's funny is like it also comes down to PVM. So they've uh, they're planning on separating God Wars uh, for like Iron Man and mains. So they're just completely separating the whole way. So it's just like yeah. a complete instance for Irons. Um, and you know it sucks for Irons there too because if a main wants to come in. The main has all the advantage. Like, they will still get the drop. Iron Man, if a main goes in there and tanks a hit, the Iron Man is fucked over. And yeah. it's just, like, horrible. And so what's funny is that because I've been doing Nightmare recently, um, now it's, like, almost like the roles have reversed where it's, like, I can almost be the one that crashes. And it is, <laughs> oh, my God, it is satisfying to see a main just crying that they're being crashed <laughs> because it's just, like, the turntables have finally fucking turned or it's like yeah all the all the oppression you've experienced and it's just like oh it's like i finally have a balanced level playing field where i can just and it's not even technically crashing it's somebody waiting outside of a world for their team and you go in there first and they just start crying about it you know and so yeah. and it sucks either way if somebody were to do that to me i'd be pissed off it's just the way the game is it's an mmo so um but I understand Iron Men are the biggest crybabies, but for good reason. Yeah, it, it does make sense when you when you explain it like that. It's like, yeah, no, to be fair, they have no way of actually defending themselves. And I, 
yeah, I don't. If someone flames you, I'm kind of just like, yeah, fair enough. I'm trying to kill you, so yeah, <laughs> fair play. I'm not going to take it personally, you know. And I remember when I was when I was like bursting on my Iron Man, and someone would crash me, I'd just be like, fine, I'll just hop. <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah. I, I get it. it is it is super frustrating, and yeah, maybe that was uh, that's the fault of Jagex for introducing Iron Man mode, you know, and making the MMORPG a uh, a solo player game. But yeah, I, I, I think overall for pvp they just need to give it proper updates because i just want to go back to the first thing i said um just imagine trying to play the game as a pvmer and your only content was god wars and barrows there was no raids there was no theater of blood like there was none of that and then imagine um just just being upset with it and because a lot of us pvpers we say come on jags we need actual updates and everyone says well your, your community's tiny why, why do you need updates you, there's like none of you playing and it's like well again imagine if you were in our situation you'd yeah. had no updates for seven or eight years that's why the community is so small we, we haven't been given any love and that's why uh yeah, we want some love finally, you know. And I'm hoping Jagex give us some love, and they give they actually give us some updates, and it kind of proves like, oh, maybe there is a point in investing in PvP, um, because yeah, it's not been it's not been fun having uh, the same content for the last seven years and basically just being ignored, you know. Yeah, no, and that's I'm glad that you've <clears throat> that you were able to come on here and like give like with. I'm just glad I've heard your perspective now because you have been an avid PKer for like over a decade, you know, and like we tend to uh, like, I mean, I guess every community kind of sort of tends to circle jerk around themselves and just be like, yeah, PKers suck, whatever. And then PKers like PVMers suck, you know, so, but it's nice (laughs) to kind of collaborate because I think in the end, we're all trying, we all love RuneScape. We all have yeah. the reasons we play it, and like we really should try to make the game as health like healthy as possible, and also just like because honestly, I think PKing is totally essential to the game. I absolutely yeah. think that, um, and yeah, I do agree they need updates. Um, I have my own selfish reasons, just like any other <laughs> player would have their own things that they want in the game that would probably not be terribly healthy but it would benefit them and give them a lot of fun but um yeah but uh manked thank you so much for being on here it's a pleasure no problem it's been yeah it's been great man uh, i i always whenever i talk about pvp on stream I, I i always get really excited to talk about it but then it always makes me really depressed because i just <laughs> i realize how how little love we've been given and it yeah but but no, it, it was nice talking to you, and uh, yeah, it was cool to get other perspectives on stuff. Yeah. I, I really. Liked it. Um. Well, guys, um, I'm going to have all of Mank's socials in the description of this video. So, um, his Twitch, his Twitter, and YouTube, correct? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, perfect. And if there's anything else, I mean, I'll I'll talk to Mank right after this and see if there's anything else. But, um, yeah, it that was uh refreshing i should say talking to somebody that doesn't even play the same way i do and it's uh it's it's good to hear some different points so mang thank you very much and yeah uh next say cast not exactly sure who the next guest will be yet but i do plan to get either 
Thurko or try to convince a cold one to be on here. So back to my roots. Where, but um, this was actually really nice, Manked. And uh, we'll I'll probably in a year from now's time uh, probably get you on to see what what the game, how the game's progressed or whatever, and see if there's anything <laughs> new to add. But um, thank you so progressed. much, man. <laughs> yeah, cheers for having me, mate. I appreciate it a lot. All right, it's been great. Well, all right, thank you guys for watching. Take care. 